friend. On today's Create to Be Chat, we have the lovely Cecily Davis, and we are talking about how no path is the same. Yeah. Specifically in the wonderful world of ballet, because Cecily's a ballerina. <laughs> yes. When did you start dancing? I started dancing when I was nine, which is a little bit of a late start, honestly, for ballet and I wasn't really serious until I was probably 12. When I was 12 I started doing like several hours a week well I guess probably like every day um, except Sunday so like six days a week and even then I was serious but I still wasn't really at a school that was serious enough. Mm -hmm. I had a lot of really good teachers there um, but it still wasn't the right place. Um, so then when I was 16, I transferred to a school in South Carolina called Southeastern School of Ballet. And when I went there, um, I had to do a lot of backtracking. Um, so I'm like a 16 year old in a class with like 10 and 11 and 12 year olds, but I was just so, so hungry to learn and to um, fix <laughs> all the bad habits that I had. Loved it. I loved the atmosphere. I loved the teachers. I had amazing teachers there. If I, I wouldn't be dancing today if it wasn't for them. Trained there for two years and then I moved here to Atlanta to dance with the Georgia Ballet. And you were with the 10 and 11 year olds. What are some of the things that you took away being the oldest in the class? <laughs> they were honestly really inspiring because of how hard they worked and um so i liked being around them there's also <laughs> less drama less competition i feel like with them because they were just all focused on training and being the best dancers that they could be and so i was really able to focus on myself also i knew that they weren't judging me they weren't looking at me like what was I doing <laughs> they were if anything they were looking up to me which is crazy because some of them are like incredibly talented my teacher told me when I first started there that a lot of things were gonna look bad before they looked good and that was like a huge breakthrough because as soon as I accepted that that everything that I had learned or mo a lot of it was wrong, and so I had to go backwards and be okay with not having my ideal level of technique yet. I had to be okay with it not looking the way I wanted it to, and that way eventually it would get to be where I wanted it to be. I I'm still not like fully there. I don't know if I'll ever be fully there. That's part of the beauty of ballet and dance is that you can always get better. There's always room for improvement. Absolutely. I think that's true for any art. You know, you have this idea of what you could be or what it will look like, but the reality is you do have to take baby steps to to get to that. That's true. Very true. What was it like moving from South Carolina to Atlanta for the Georgia Ballet? It was hard at first. I was leaving my family. Let's see. I was... 19. New city where I didn't know anyone. I focused a lot on dancing and training and learning 
But it was hard at first because going from a school training atmosphere to a company atmosphere is are two they're two very different things. And a company atmosphere, there's much less guidance. You're much more responsible for yourself and there's not someone pushing you all the time. You really have to push yourself and figure out what works for you. And when I first started out, I really wanted to work hard and show that I was willing to work hard. Then I injured myself. Oh no. Um, Wait. <laughs> not, not seriously. Okay. It wasn't like. I didn't know about this injury. I didn't like break anything, but it was an injury that was from, uh, because I had been pushing so hard to be what they wanted me to be. Um, I had just been training something incorrectly. So for a couple months, I just had to like rest it and I was still dancing and training and performing but I had to like remember that I'm in charge of my body and I only have one so I need to make sure that I'm taking care of it I mean I have I have five so <laughs> that would be awesome that'd be great switch out <laughs> oh my word Monday through Friday switch out the body <laughs> yeah but no, it was really, I really love the atmosphere at Georgia Ballet. The artistic director and uh, it's actually a husband-wife team that run the company. They're awesome. The atmosphere is awesome. I get to learn from a lot of really great dancers there. And it also, just being in Atlanta, I love being in a little bit bigger city than Columbia where I grew up. And I've made a lot of really amazing friends which is also a huge blessing that I didn't expect at all <laughs> you didn't expect to community um no I guess I didn't not because like I thought I wouldn't make friends but mostly because I'd never even experienced community like I have now mm -hmm. um and that's part of the reality of being a dancer especially in ballet is that you dedicate your life from like basically 9 10 11 years old there is there's no time for anything else you have to be you have to dedicate almost all of your time to it i'd say you've done a really wonderful job of balancing dancing and then working and then <laughs> being a friend like you're a really great friend <laughs> Well, thank you. <laughs> it definitely means not a lot of sleep sometimes. Yeah. But you have wild hours. <laughs> I, yeah. And that's something I'm working on. Something that's actually one thing that's been nice about um, this this quarantine period is I do get a little more sleep. Mm -hmm. So making up for all the years <laughs> I missed, all the years. I guess. <laughs> With the Georgia Ballet, you've had several shows throughout the the two seasons and our friends we've gotten to see you <laughs> you guys took up like two whole rows at one point for one of the shows or like a row and a half yeah it was that like a was, row and a half that was crazy yeah i really thought you should have a discount code called cecily's friends <laughs> <laughs> i wish that was awesome well i know each show there's something different that you enjoy about it so what are some of the different aspects that you've enjoyed about the shows you've been in here in Atlanta yeah I mean obviously anytime I get to perform I love it mm. so much we've done twice now we've done Carmen and I really love that ballet it's actually become one of my favorites and I didn't really know much about it before I performed it it's it's definitely ballet it's using point shoes and um, lots of classical movements but it's also very 
sharp and sassy and uh the bull (laughs) (laughs) the bull you guys loved the bull the bull was funny so there's this very slender gal who was the bull she was very tall too Mm -hmm. and it was just really funny i mean she had a a black bodysuit on and that I think she looked kind of scary, which was the <laughs> intent. I mean, she was supposed to represent death. So um, there's that's also another cool thing is there was a lot of representation metaphors, I guess, in that ballet, which is fun. I've done a couple things outside of the Georgia Ballet also that I really, really loved. I was involved in uh, Dance Canvas, which is an organization that promotes... Uh, upcoming choreographers in Atlanta and not just in Atlanta but they have a show every year that's in Atlanta and I got to be in a piece my first year I was here and that was super eye-opening because I had come from a very classical ballet world and I'd pretty much stayed in that bubble um, for my whole life and then I got to do a more contemporary ballet piece and I also got to see contemporary ballet and what it could be and that was a big realization in that like I don't have to just be a classical ballet dancer to um or I'm not I won't just enjoy classical ballet I can enjoy other things and it just opened up a world of possibility And that was a couple of years ago, right? That was my first season, yes. Mm -hmm. And then, so I just finished my third season, so that was my first season. How have you seen your choreography shift since you've, you realized that season one? Mm, Actually, it wasn't even until after the second season, I think, when I really started to really get out of that bubble. Um which kind of started with uh, a really, really cool experience I had of filming a music video um, called The Giver for an artist, and his name is Nathan Kohlberg. I actually don't know him, but the videographer and director for the film was James Martin. (laughs) Who was on the podcast, cinematographer. (laughs) Well, first of all, it was a super intense two or three days he had approached me about the idea like a month before maybe and I thought I couldn't do it and then like a week before my schedule I was able to convince my director to let me do it um, to take the time off and so we went and we drove down to Florida and we filmed it and I didn't even really realize it at the time but that experience was also huge in letting me open up creatively and from that time all through that summer in this past year I've really been trying to do all I can to just experience all that the dance community in Atlanta has to offer and it's actually extremely diverse and um, really rich and there's so many classes there's so many opportunities if you just go out and look for them. Um, so I've been really trying to do that. I got to do, I got to present a piece at a show. It's the first year they 
they did this show. Um, it was at Fly on a Wall. Um, I got to see that. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty cool because it's kind of the first time I've had work presented outside of Georgia Ballet. Um, the show was called Excuse the Art, and it was for works in progress. So I presented a piece called And If We Lose Ourselves. And uh, they gave us studio space to work on that and to rehearse it. And they allowed us to get feedback from other choreographers. And um, that was also pretty a big step in figuring out what my choreographic process looks like. Mm -hmm. Because it was a year long, right? The whole process? Uh, kind of. So I had done a version of the piece for a Georgia Ballet show last spring, so like about a year ago. And then I kind of paused, didn't look at it for a couple months. And then for the Excuse the Art show, I came back and I revised things. Uh, had a little bit different cast, so we had to go back and teach people different sections. And also, I want my work... I mean, I have ideas and I want them to come through, but I also think that the my ideas will be expressed the best and it, the work is going to look the best if the dancers feel comfortable in the work so I want it to be I wanted to choreograph on them and not just uh spit out movement and have them do it but I also wanted it I wanted them to feel like it was theirs and not just mine so I worked on that. It was, <laughs> it was a fun process. Probably sometimes they had no clue what I was doing because I'm a very new choreographer. So I'm still learning a lot about how to even direct people, especially people that are my peers. But um, I hope that, I think they enjoyed it. I'm pretty sure they did. <laughs> It'd be interesting for you to speak on that a little more because you said you wanted to one create choreography for them but then let them own that too so were they able to add to it or what what did that look like I would come up with a lot of the choreography on my own and then in the rehearsal process so I would give it to them I'd give them a kind of a rough outline and I would watch them do it and then I would watch the choices that they made and that a lot of the times was what would inspire me. So I'd give them like a general musicality, a general framework, and then see them do it and take the details that I saw. Sometimes it was even a mistake. Like mm -hmm. I remember one dancer, I think she, she like went too early and I actually really liked how it looked. So I just said we were going to put that in. Um, and mostly just, I would ask them about transitions, um, trying to make sure that what I was doing made sense. Like if I, if I'm going to go into, sorry, this is going to be a little technical. If I'm going into a step, an arabesque step, which is a step onto one leg, I, and then I wanted to go onto the floor from that, I might ask them what feels natural like which way does your body want to go and that comes from I think an awareness that pretty much all dancers have to have of their body you learn how to listen to 
your body, you, your training kicks in of what makes sense, but then you also can let the music inspire you. You let the direction that your weight is going kind of take you because it's a lot easier if you just go with that instead of trying to fight against, um, where your body naturally wants to go. I'm still very much figuring it out. Uh, even just as I'm saying it, I'm like figuring out how to articulate it. But You're doing a yeah. great job. <laughs> Thanks. When you were starting out, did you see yourself becoming a choreographer or was that? <laughs> no. No? Okay. No. Well, I didn't see myself doing a lot of the things that I'm doing right now. I didn't see myself enjoying contemporary or modern dance much at all and but that was partly just because I hadn't really been exposed to it um choreography used to be harder and now I'm starting to figure out how I best choreograph so that doesn't mean it's easy but I'm trying to remember when I started enjoying choreography I think because with Georgia Ballet um, I loved our directors and I loved the ballet that we were doing but I also wanted to do more contemporary movement and it seemed like the only way I would get to do that and really express myself is if I found ways to create the movement that I wanted to do well it's neat that projects you are able to be a part of outside of Georgia Ballet have helped kind of shift your perspective on what you are capable of doing. But then you get to bring that from the project, whatever you learned, you get to bring that into Georgia Ballet or wherever else you may go. Oh yeah. It's really connected. Everything. It's been crazy how God's worked it out. Every experience that I've had and how he's brought all the opportunities and I have to remember that and not forget the incredible ways that he has blessed me and all the opportunities he has given me um, because it's really easy in the dance world you get a lot of no's you get no probably 99% of the time yeah I have to learn to not let every single no um, make me discouraged but instead look at all of the really cool things that I have gotten to do. I think anyone in any facet of life should be able to look at no's and then also <laughs> look at all the yeses. Uh -huh. Because, yeah, sometimes it does feel like you get a lot of no's, but, and I'm sure you get more than the general population. <laughs> <laughs> but when you remember the good things and you remember the ways the Lord has provided or, like, blessed you in certain areas, um, it... It helps your perspective, and in my case, it helps me be more grateful um, for no's, because then it's like, well, that's okay. A yes is coming. <laughs> <laughs> if it weren't for, well, for my family, definitely, the support, their support is so much, but if it weren't for my faith, I could easily have spiraled into what I see a lot of dancers getting into which is mm -hmm. de depression and anxiety and body image disorders and things like that are so rampant and very easy to slip into but yeah. um, by the grace of God 
I haven't and I'm here you are. <laughs> and he's still letting me do this and that's just crazy to me you're still here <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're still here we're still here <laughs> he's not done <laughs> nope he still has plans yeah we have breath when you look back and you go back to the days when you were 10 year old Cecily what was what was that advice you said someone gave you basically that no path is the same and I mean that's true for I guess anything in life but especially in dance as a young dancer I was looking at the dancers that I idolized and to me it looked so easy it looked like they just trained really hard and then got accepted into a company at age 16 and then were promoted and to principal dancer and I thought that was the only path there was but it's not there's so many paths um and mine is just starting so I have no idea where it's gonna go everybody's path looks different because every person is different and God's plan for everyone is different also <laughs> to stretch more <laughs> if I could oh my tell my, myself at 10 <laughs> stretch more <laughs> stretch more little Cecily do your your exercises <laughs> even when you don't want to do them and your mom wants you to do them still do them <laughs> you're just spitting out life advice to all of us <laughs> <laughs> i mean dance is super super beneficial to anyone even if you don't want to be a dancer and that's i mean as with anything in the arts i would love for more people to have the opportunity to do it um, because there are so many amazing things to be gained from art and from dance training and dance specifically and ballet ballet specifically even more so than dance but i love you cecily i love you too Kristen. thank you for being on today's creativity <laughs> chat thank you for having me thank you everyone for listening i will link all of cecily's all i will link her <laughs> instagrams below if you want to check hopefully it out. a website and soon. a website yes <laughs> you have a lovely rest of the day Bye.